Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Long Lost Heroes podcast. Uh, we are back to talk about Venom, this motherfucker, and some other shit. And uh, we're gonna hop right back into our previous conversation. <laughs> we were we were just not recording. We're just shooting the shit. We're just, and, we're just uh, vamping because you know I'm yeah. I we, I want to hang out and talk. We've we've had we've had a day. I'm drinking <laughs> a a dogfish head pumpkin with some cinnamon sugar on the rim. In my recording studio, it is so dark outside, and I feel like it's midnight. It's crazy, but um, that's cool. Because, did your did may I ask you a question? Did your wife join you in the in that in the sharing of that beer? Did she also have one? She she did. Yeah, she she was yeah. like, "Oh, you're gonna have one. Do you want to do the cinnamon sugar on the room?" I was like, "Hell yeah!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, that I, that's cool. It's the way uh, to do it. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm drinking some vodka. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's okay because I'm I am going to Germany this weekend and I know I will be having all of the beer in all of the world and I am fine <laughs> to save my carbs for then. It's like what the tail end of to- Oktoberfest. When you no, right? Oktoberfest is way over. <clears throat> is it way over? It's like it's, yeah, because it's, it, it, it's not really in October at all. No, it's like actually, September, it's in September, yeah. and like they. We're not invited anymore because it's just way too fucking expensive. So sure. that that's fine and and it's cool, but <sighs> yeah, it would have been fun to go. But you you go and you have beer anyway. They have beer all the fucking time. They they love it there. And uh, you know, I'm gonna try to eat. I'm gonna definitely eat a whole bunch of yogurt when I'm there, and you Ooh. know, make sure I get my lactate pills before I go, and and you know, be really healthy. Because the last time I went, I was I was much better. I have gone and I have died. All right, this is not good podcast material. Not, anyway, not fun. Uh, anyway, so um, meanwhile, before I went to Germany, we had to go fucking see Venom. Uh, I was co- okay. So like, I was pretty excited about this movie. I tried really hard to watch Spider Man three before we podcasted, um, oh, but I did not get the opportunity to do so. So I may t- watch it later, and if I have something revelatory to say, I'll call Frank. But, yeah, you oh, know, it's so funny because like they they put it on Netflix like a month ago or two months ago. It's like I wonder if they and it's it's like the only Spider Man movie on Netflix. It's probably tied into the fact that people are going to compare to compare the Venom movies, right? I I guess so. It's also probably you know, it's Sony. You know, cross branding. They know you've seen this already. Like, let's see this a different way in a way that I think we think you're gonna like a little bit better. And you know what? They're fucking right. <laughs> uh, and I think it's really personally. I think it's a really cool little success for Mr. Tom Hardy, who like I think sells this movie on his own. So. You know, spoiler free. If you don't want to hear anything like crazy about spoilers, that's what we thought about Venom. Uh, we both liked it, right? Do you have anything? Tell me your spoiler free review, Frank. I need to know. Yeah, um, I think it, it was just one that going into it, I wasn't super excited about, just because in this world of connectivity of the MCU and everything, and not knowing really what we were gonna get, and some of the early trailers kind of looking not great. Um, I was like, just. I wanted to go hang out with you guys and I knew we were going to cover it and I was definitely pleasantly surprised. Um, it had more in it that I liked than I thought I would. Um, and like, again, no spoilers, but I'm definitely more intrigued to see where it's going to go from here. Like similarly to maybe how I felt at the end of amazing Spider-Man two, when like, Oh, they were going to do the sinister sticks. And then that kind of all fell apart. But you know, I think there is there are some producers at Sony that do have some good ideas and what they can do. I just I, I wish there was a way to do a bit more. Um, 
But yeah, yeah, okay. I don't know. It, it was it was good. All right. So like, w- listen, guys, we we dug this movie. Um, I'm sorry, it's just short, you know, time here. But ultimately, uh, we wanted to get into spoilers. Like you guys know, we want to, and uh, I think you should just go see the movie. Um, if you're torn up about it, don't be. Um, you'll like it. Uh, yeah, and, and I mean, obviously, it's been out for two two solid weekends already. It's made some number, decent money. Number one, two weeks in a row in October, which is pretty. Which is usually like a lot of movies do come out in October. I think there's also just, um, there hasn't been a lot of you know superhero stuff for a while, and I think people are still eager to see more. Um, and you know, the rest of the year is a little quiet. There's no MCU movies. We have to wait a bit for DC. Um, and so like this came out at a good time. Um, and it also maybe has a little bit of that light horror angle that, you know, this time of year, we're going to have a ton of horror movies coming out like this weekend, I want to say. And you know, it's, it's not a scary movie. It's just like, it, it kind of, it, if it scratches a little, a little bit a little of that, spook- it's a little spooky. It's a little, it's a like it's more like the more you think about it. I think it's not like inherently like there are no jump scares. They really. embraced just... more of the body horror like yes. aspect of it in this movie than they did in the in Spider Man Three. I that that is true. That is very true. Uh, so yeah, here we go. Uh, three, two, one. Spoilers. Go fuck yourself. Uh, listen. Um, all right. So walking out of this movie, I think we were both like shit. Like. We th- this is way better than I thought it was going to be. I thought this was really going to be dog shit, and it really wasn't. So I think the first and foremost, the the accolades go to uh, Tom Hardy. I think that you can't really talk about Tom Hardy's performance in this without getting into spoilers. The way that he transforms into Venom, the way that he interacts with Venom, the performance as both the the voice of the symbiote and you know doing his own role. He mm-hmm. disappears into this. Like, it's so crazy to see him, you know, we see him in Inception and you're like, whoa, who is this fucking guy? And then you you watch him again in, uh, you know, Dunkirk and Dark Knight Rises. And yeah, those are really bitching performances, you know, in the those little characters that he's created. And I don't mean to diminish Bane as a small character. He beat Batman, but... This guy, this guy, this turn as as the the main as the main focus of the story, he's able to carry this shit. Yeah, this is like his leading man moment. Whereas, like a lot of other films that he's been in, at least recently, like even Mad Max: Fury Road, like totally, he's, he's totally. still sort of like a supporting character, or at least like he's not necessarily a supporting character, but you've got so many other characters that have more lines in him he's just kind of like grunting along and like his performance in that movie is fun i really like it but you know he's he does so much more eddie, this. he's memorable as eddie brock he is he is and i think that he he fucking he he did he did this he dug deep well, and did this it i think the crazy thing about this and and what was the other one that um i didn't see it but when he plays the twins he didn't he play um Oh, the this the mini the uh, the movie last year about the British yeah. guy. Yeah, I, I, I think didn't, I didn't see this. We should watch I, this. I, I, I didn't see that either. But I feel like there's something there that like helped him do this film because I was just thinking I was like it's 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 a shame that Eddie, uh, Tom Hardy does has such an amazing uh, role in here, but he doesn't have like anyone to play off of because he plays off of himself. Like it is so him and Venom going back and forth 
And that's what's most intriguing about the movie. It, when he's interacting with other, other actors, it's not as as entertaining. Like, but do they you disagree? To, I totally, I totally feel what you're saying, but I don't think that Riz Ahmed was bad. I thought he was a good bad guy. I thought he was pretty believable. Um, I I dug the CGI for Riot, the other bad guy. I thought he was a little bit you know, more uh, horrific. And I liked that they really waited a long time to reveal, you know, what he was going to look like and how he was going to be kind of the antithesis to Venom. Um, uh, and and so I was kind of, I thought he was good with the bad guy. I thought he was good with, um, uh, you know, I, I love Jenny Slate. Like, she's so good in Big Mouth. Like, that show is fucking hilarious. <laughs> but she... I, I don't know, like, what... I'm I'm sorry for her that she f- was in this movie as opposed to something in the MCU. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I feel like I she was think, definitely underserved. Like, she be, didn't... She wasn't I, in it enough. That, that's, like, the only continuity part I'm sad about is, like, why do we get Jenny Slate in this fucking Sony bullshit when she could be, you know, over here? Like, she would have a better bit part. She would have had more comedic stuff. Like... She didn't like. She pretty much just played a straight character. And yeah. She spoilers. We're in that part of the podcast. She totally dies, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I thought she was gonna be uh, for a new, you know, a part of the movie. She's under- with like not not even the opportunity for it to be like, oh, and maybe she lived, and maybe she had like a symbiote or something like that. The other thing that I thought it was really really funny. I don't know if you knew this back in the like early days of the trailer, but the internet went crazy when she was she pronounced it symbiote and they totally re recut that. And they, they had her re-record those lines because she was saying symbiote in the movie. Um, yeah, that's like, is, that's toxic, but that happens. That's, but yeah, that that's gonna, that's gonna happen. We can't, we can't stop that shit. We have to just, I mean, that, I don't think sucks. it was big enough to like cut out her role in the movie. I, I think it's not like she said jet, you know, instead of saying Jedi, she said, you know, Jetty or something like it, that's like it's it's OK. It's OK. Like she, it's fine. It, it The but, symbiote it also feels more like a word. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, like I, I, I get it. Like it's I I don't know. I'm not going to. All right. I'm sorry. We, we uh, that's tangent. Fuck you, Ta- fucking fans. I'm sorry. Tangent and, resolved. Anyway, um, uh, so I OK. I thought that the I'm sorry. Frank can talk. Talking. Um, the female. I'm sorry. The female lead. Uh, she. Was, oh, Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams. She was pretty good. I liked her. I thought she was. I. I thought she was pretty passable. I liked that they like they weren't together the whole time, and that it was different than like the relationship that Deadpool has with his, you know, girlfriend, and that like you know they're together and they have this whole like funny relationship. Like this one is definitely definitely different than Gwen Stacy or MJ. Like she's very different than the other superhero girlfriends that you typically see who are supportive and like are with them the whole time. Like she has moved on. She's doing other shit. Like that. I, I dug that about her yeah. character. Um, I, I mean, I, I think you're right. It, it, they went a different angle than a lot of the other superhero films, but to me, she was just kind of bland. I, I didn't, I didn't really like, feel her performance in many ways or I, I just you know I think they tried to set up a lot in the in the sense like oh they were together and then they you know he does this stupid thing and they broke break up and like I think that's but will they won't they is always better than here they are <laughs> well <laughs> you know? totally but like I just honestly like in a year from now I'm gonna forget who even 
portrayed her, what the character's name was, in, like what she even, oh, no, what her role was in them. I'm not saying we're gonna remember her name. That's I just, totally I just feel like she was thing. fairly forgettable, and like that's not, that's not necessarily the actress's fault. I think maybe they could have. No, she did Lady Venom. I, I'm, I'm gonna be cool with that. She, Lady Venom was cool. That was that was cool. That was a really cool moment. Um, but that was like the peak, and then it was just sort of like just her like watching on the sidelines <laughs> like and i mean I that, I, that happens that happens so um it was interesting though that they went the like new boyfriend angle and how involved like that character was and it wasn't even like eddie being super jealous of him it was just like they they felt like they had to help him and that that was kind of interesting because i feel like a lot of times when there's something along those lines they just like totally let the ex-boyfriend go and like He's just being obnoxious and trying to tack on, like, but like they, he needed their help, and like they actually did help him, and that was kind of cool. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I like this movie. I, I, I get why people have problems with it. I see the holes in it, you know, um, uh, you know. But I liked the, I liked the voice. I thought it was good. I thought he was funny. Um, yeah. I, I, I liked the scene. Uh, the the first few fight scenes where you're not necessarily, you know, seeing the full, um, I don't know if we're calling it a suit or the, the full exoskeleton. What, what do you call that? Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so when he's not in there and he's kind of like fucking around and doing all the crazy tricks and stuff, like that car chase was pretty solid up there with the black Panther chase from earlier oh. in the year. I thought, yeah, they, that, that was really impressive. Um, I liked the stunts. I thought that they really kind of nailed that angle. Um, I, I dug the, uh, I liked his little plan. I thought that, you know, I thought that the only big problem with it is like what they're both like both the symbiote and, uh, fucking the bad guy are going to go up to the symbiote planet and like, you know, everyone's just going to be friends. Like, I, I just don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, that's again, one of those plot point things that's like, okay, well clearly that's not going to happen. They're not going to succeed, and the villain, uh, the good guys are going to going to win the day. Um, I, but you know, I think I think it's interesting that they were able to have a film with a with a character that has been a villain in the comic books and previous movies, and like really make him an antihero. Like they obviously you root for for Eddie the whole time, and you have him kind of going at odds with venom for like the first i mean i think the first third of the movie they're well, not even really together and then it's like that for that second act they're kind of going against each other and then they're finally like on the same page and have similar goals but like he eats people so like <laughs> that, that makes him a bad guy in a way um but the eating people is fun to watch it's I, so I fun pre- to watch i appreciate yeah. the eating of the faces i thought that that was very tastefully done i also thought you know, it's PG thirteen, so there's no Great blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't need this to be art. It doesn't bother me. I think there are probably some people out there that, like, you know, we got we we got Deadpool, we got Logan. Like, those were okay. were vicious. I, I want so like let's all let's all talk about you know like the, like so they're obviously you know the, you know the, the ending of this movie is going to imply that they're going to bring about the, another character. Do we know the name of this guy? Do you know who he is? Uh, 
well, it's carnage, but it's well, like I Cletus. I understand. I understand that <laughs> Cletus something. I can't so, remember his name off the top of my head. But riddle, it, riddle me this: is now is now carnage going to be red because this guy's hair is red, or is carnage going to be red because there's like some other alternate dimension? Because I I thought that the symbiotes had like another alternate dimensionality kind of to them in uh in a doctor strange sort of way or mm. am i have i been misled to believe that well i don't i don't recall exactly i i know i'm obviously in comic books they've redone the origin stories a million times but you know the one that i was reading up on was like um originally uh the symbiote got into Cletus's blood and that's why it was red and like it was fueled it was like similar in a way to like a Sith like it's fueled by like that anger and that rage because he's a serial killer and so like there's a lot of that element in there because his hair is red I'm sure his hair was probably red in the comic books too I don't know that might have just been a a thing as well but is his hair red because uh, or is, is the symbiote red because of his hair or other reasons, I don't know. It's like, why is Venom black? Who knows? Like, it just is. I, I mean, I'm excited about that. I think, especially having Woody Harrelson attached to it. Like, whew. you know, seeing his stint as a villain in uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. Like, I think he can really, he can lead something to for this role. I think it's going to be interesting. And, um, you know, you're going to have two kind of villain characters going against each other. And... Like, who are you rooting for? <laughs> well, like, I... Yeah, I'm definitely rooting for Tom Hardy. Uh, I think it's going to be fun to watch. I'm down to go to that movie. I'm curious to see what they do in the future um, with this new franchise. Um, you know, I, I, I kind of dig it. I, I think that it, it, can, it, can, it could be good. This movie was good. Um, I think that this poke, pokes kind of a big hole in in one of the MCU's lacking, um, you know, movie genres, which is this kind of anti-hero, a little bit more dangerous kind of movie. And I think that they are it, this exposes them in a way that Deadpool really was made more into a language thing. I think this really has to do with the darker Marvel characters, similar to a way in how Batman can be kind of dark. Mm-hmm. You know, is is a profitable is is a profitable place to play around in, you know, and that and that could be exploited more than just on TV. Like I know we can tell better stories, you know, over a long arc, and that they want to do that. But ulti- I I don't know. I think that the movies need this too, and I think that they're missing. I think that they're missing it. Yeah, you know, I agree. Um, I actually just like a year later just started picking up. Um, watching the punisher on netflix and you know that's another one of these anti-hero characters and i mean not that daredevil is an anti-hero but like they had that dark level of violence and everything um in those series but um but you're right like it's not the big screen like as much as how popular those shows have been like there's so much more that they can do and like i do feel like disney as the squeaky clean kind of brand like the 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 misfits that we get are the guardians of the galaxy and they're all sort of still lovable and like they're not going to do anything too bad right um whereas like with with sony here like you know i think it really made sense that they they went pg-13 they were taking a risk 
starting a new franchise based off of a very popular comic book character, but you know, they didn't have, um, uh, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine to lean on that people have been waiting for that final performance. They didn't have the revised, uh, Deadpool that people have been clamoring for for years like I I think this was more of a risk and like obviously Fox Marvel has had more success than Sony in in recent years so like I I understand why they went PG-13 because if they went R their box office numbers would have been total shit like it it just wouldn't have been even close to this Um, I I kind of get where you're coming from I I, I don't I don't know you know I time will tell Uh, I I want to see what they do next, but I think that Marvel needs to, I, I wish that they had, you know, worked together on this movie. I know that that time has come and gone, but I think that it's very possible. Everything could be rooted back, especially as Fox now goes back. I think we're just waiting, you, you know, now to see, you know, how these guys want to make money out of these characters. You know, I don't think that they're going to, I think that they're, misinformed if they think a uh a black cat and silver sable movie is gonna do you know no. anything like what venom just did right I, uh, I think um i think you're right i think it's only a matter of time as soon as the fox deal is like final final i think it's what january now they're talking about and that whenever they start to introduce those characters after dark phoenix comes out it's going to be sticking out like a sore thumb that Sony has control over Spider-Man in, in a sense and, and those characters and, and Venom. And, you know, I, I can see us getting a sequel to this movie. I just don't see another universe spanning out from it. Like unless no, they go, I think, I think that they, if they can, if they can stay small, it kind of felt Ant-Man level small. Yeah, it didn't feel like it ever got bigger than like the stakes of Ant Man. Um, of course, you don't have like the historic characters to kind of lean on, but you know, you take what you get. Um, and I don't know. I I dug this. I I'm curious to see why people hate it, hate it, hate it. I don't under, I don't know how you could hate it. I think this is a good movie. I think you yeah. have he gr- the character grows. It's funny. Um, it's pretty fun. I, I, I like the it. action's good. The, the CGI isn't bad. Like, like you know, I go back to th- to Fantastic Four. You know, three four years ago, that whenever that came is, out, that and, like, movie is dog shit. Like that, that, it's like, terrible. It's, it's two different movies. The first movie is them in high school. You know, figuring shit out and you know and trying to build the thing and do and then they're building the shit and then they go to the planet and then it's a totally fucking different movie. Yeah, and you the get CGI yourself- is bad. The dialogue is bad. It's not funny. It's dark. It's grim. It's it's got nothing like that. That and this movie that is has not heart. The- this mo- and and uh, I go back. This goes back to Tom Hardy. Like he, yeah, he he, sold, he carries this movie. He's he's hilarious. This was I'm sure the role he's wanted to do for a long time. I'm this is way better than him doing Wolverine. I think in my opinion, um, he was thinking about they were. That was in time, one you know, at a time, one of the discussions that Tom Hardy would be the replacement for Wolverine in you know the coming X Men movies, uh, but I don't think that'll happen. Um, no. I think that you know we'll get a few years before X Men reboots after this and Dark Phoenix, which I think will be very exciting to see. And uh, yeah, um, 
Okay, the next piece of news. Um, so I, I think it came out today that uh, uh, Affleck and Cavill are out as Batman and Superman. Did you see this? Um, no, I didn't. But I mean, how is that different than <laughs> the news like a month ago? No, like, we did. We did, but now it's more like confirmed from the higher brass at Warner's. Okay, like, um, but but Bat uh, Batfleck. Affleck is doesn't he have a role in um he has another movie at Warner's cuz they love him anyway and he's right. working on that. He's not getting in shape for Reeves movie. That's not happening. No, but like wasn't doesn't he have isn't he supposed to be in Suicide Squad? Although now that James Gunn, which we can talk about in a minute, is attached to that, like I I could see that whole script getting thrown out. I thought he was obligated for something else, but They'll throw, obviously no, I, Matt Reeves is doing his own thing. You know, he doesn't want, he doesn't want F, he doesn't want him. Can you blame him at this point? Like, it's just been mired in controversy. I don't don't blame, I don't blame him, but I, I would give him the fucking opportunity, like, and I would think to play in his world, like, and also to do right by Zack Snyder in a way, kind of. Um, Yeah. I know that we hate on him, and I think that there's a lot of hate that's thrust upon him that is, 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 is not fair. And I think that to, to put all the, to the idea that he's fully the 100% reason why we hate these movies, I think is retarded. Um, uh, but what I think really is, is sad is that there isn't in the justice league, an homage really paid to him. It's Joss Whedon just kind of cleaning what I imagine probably was cleaning up what was there into something that could be commercially successful for what it would be. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think Zach had an idea for Batman that he wanted to do, a story he wanted to tell. And mm-hmm. I think that his idea was thrown out. And I feel bad that, you know, Affleck is going to go down as this hated character, which really isn't true because people kind of, you know, I think enjoy his Batman. Uh, and I, I, I feel bad. I feel bad all around. I don't really want to see another Batman movie i know that they're making it i don't want to see it on the Mm. contrary i desperately want to see man of steel 2 yeah i so want to see where he's where he's at i want to see what they're gonna do what they had planned what i know that he likes to play superman i wanted to see him go further and the idea that he's leaving and that they can't do right by him makes me equally sad it's just like the whole thing is a mess. I just don't really know. Like they, like those meetings must be insane. Like I feel so bad because there are so many great characters, and they're obviously they're moving forward with with Aquaman, which looks decent. Shazam looks awesome. Wonder Woman two, we haven't seen enough yet, but I'm sure is going to be great. I, th- I think the future of the DCU rests on on Aquaman. I think if Aquaman does really really well then they have to go back and pay the other guys the money. I think that that's something that they kind of back themselves into a corner on. Yeah. You know what I well, mean? Even even the Flash movie got pushed back again. And, like, I just don't he's understand a, why even, they... He's an even more fucked up case because people love the TV show. Right. Yeah. Some people really hated Ezra Miller's take, too. And, you know, it, it's it's challenging. I feel like they just need to go a different route, like, 
pulling Green Lantern. Like, I think it's been long enough since that movie was out. Like, introduce that character. Like, if they should do what they honestly, what they should do is they, if they're going to do a Batman movie, have Ben Affleck be in 10 minutes and have a new, like, younger Batman Beyond, like, situation where someone picks up the mantle of Batman, write him out, let him go into the sunset, and then you have a Batman character for the Justice League, and then they can kind of move forward. For Superman, I agree with you. I, I don't see why they need to stop. Like, they they were really just – like, they started this franchise with him, and now they're just going to throw him out the window? It just doesn't seem right. Anyway. Hmm. I'm yeah, excited man. for the next crossover on TV, though. They're, they're doing Elseworlds, and they have uh, Superman with the black costume and – um, Arrow and Flash switching roles, so Oliver Queen is the Flash, and Barry Allen is Arrow, Green Arrow. I think that's gonna be fun. That's coming out in December. Yeah, I just started be... watching those season, the new seasons of those, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm digging it. But that'll be fu- that'll be fun, man. All right, so let's do real quick, James Gunn. Yeah, mm. that is very logical and a great move on. Uh, the part of Warner Brothers to be like, hey, man, we have another team of misfits that need some help. Can you <laughs> fix this up for us? So and the Suicide Squad of, movies are going to be amazing now, right? <laughs> well, I think you put it – I think you gave it – they gave it to the right guy. Um, and I think that he can – I think he can fix this. I believe in James Gunn. I think he's a little creepy, but I think that maybe he's – maybe he's good and he can May, fix yeah. this. And that I think he, he can, can fix it too. I think he's he's good at writing dialogue for groups. Yeah. Um, I think that Bautista is definitely going to be in that movie. <laughs> uh, I don't know how, but he, oh. he will fucking be there. And that'll be great. And that, uh, you know, and then maybe – and do something fucking crazy. Like, he has all those characters. They're all on contract. That's why they're making the movie. Like, he has the ideas and, you know, the comic history to know what to do with these with these characters. Yeah. So it's I mean it's still a shame that, you know, the Guardians 3 that we deserved is never going to happen and there's going to be, you know, in 20 years some sort of story come out of what it would have been. Um whether whether we even get Guardians 3 at this point, who's who even knows, but like will he take elements from that? I mean, obviously it's totally different, but like will we see that voice and that vision of like what he wanted to do come out in this movie and maybe a, a, a third movie, maybe the, like the next two are like amazing. Who knows? And maybe that saves a, the DC universe. Who knows? Well, I think that what the, what is smart for DC is to not tie themselves down into one universe. I think that they're going to, they're going to achieve success with that. Um, but I think will that where they will get stupid is when they have these characters that we all love and have gotten to love um, and throwing them out after so little time with them. Um, okay. Uh, anything else happened big in geekery? Um, yeah, that was a big one I wanted to, to talk about. Um, so there were a couple of other trailers that we saw the night of Venom. Um, so I, I think what are your thoughts on um, 
the animated Spider-Man at this point. I, I actually went and looked online at the um, yeah, me the too. second postcard that scene of what it was supposed to be. I, I'm, I mean, I'm glad we didn't stay, but like, I the movie to me seems like it will be fun, but it just it just seems a little weird. I don't know. <laughs> I'm listen. This is their shot to do the to do something fun in the expanded Spider-Man universe in a way that doesn't affect what who we think is, you know, Sony's money-making Spider-Man. Um it's really not. The video game actually made more money than Homecoming did opening weekend. What? Uh, yeah, the video <laughs> game made 199 million opening weekend. That is crazy. Isn't that nuts? Uh okay. We both don't have PS4s we both to play. Don't have it. Uh, buy us PlayStation. Um, anyway, so I think, you know, this is their shot to do something fun with all these weird characters in a way that's totally safe, in a way that doesn't affect the continuity, and will and is and is friendly for the kids because I think that Spider Man totally died in uh, Infinity War. <laughs> and I think sure. if you're a little kid, like, that's fucked up. Uh, you know, you may not have even seen Infinity War. So I think this is for them. And Spider-Man is for kids because Spider-Man is a teenage character. He's aspirational. He's something tangible to a little kid. So when you have Spider-Man, especially Miles Morales, as, you know, a young, you know, different kind of Spider-Man, I think that's going to be awesome. And I think it's totally cool that they're going to get fully weird with it. And I think it'll be interesting to see what Easter eggs they throw at us because the fun thing about an animated movie is there's so many more people who work on an animated movie. So there's way more nerds in the room to throw in more nerdy shit. Yeah. I mean, think about all the Lego movies that they've yeah. done and like all the, all the things that have been in those. Um, yeah. I, I, I like, uh, I like that it's the spider verse and you have several different spider mans and spider Gwens and what is it? Spider ham or whatever it is. Yeah. Spider ham. You got uh, uh Spider-Man war, all the different Spider-Man. And I think we're going to like it. And I think that's going to be cool because I think, I also think, and this is maybe something I'm thinking now, uh, we've seen Spider-Man with a team for uh, the past few years. Mm-hmm. It's going to be different to go back to Spider-Man movies where it's only Spider-Man. You know, so if it's just Spider-Man in this universe, you need to have other Spider-Man for him to play off of. Otherwise, sure. there's nobody there for him. To, there's no Tony Stark. There's no Captain America. There's nobody there for him to talk to. So you mm-hmm. have to have another team of merry men for him to hang around with. Yeah. Oh, and so <laughs> something actually really cool earlier this week. Um, I think they actually just wrapped uh, filming Spider-Man Far From Home. And they were filming like right outside of Megan's office. Oh my god! I don't think, really? I don't think she saw him specifically, but like there were huge crowds, and like that, it was very clear that's what it was. And like later, I looked online and I saw some of the 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 photos. I mean, it's just him in costume, like nothing crazy. But that's like that's the first movie after Infinity Two or whatever, Avengers Four or whatever we want to call it. Um. So yeah, that that trailer looked cool. Um, or maybe I, they make Black Widow for fifteen million dollars and release it in a month, like Get Out or Well, I, I or no, Three Cloverfield that, Lane. That's actually not going to happen because some of the other news that happened this week is that Scarlett Johansson is actually contracted to get as much 
money uh, for the solo Black Widow movie as Chris Hemsworth and Chris Evans, I believe, have gotten for their so not as much movies. as not as much as RDJ. <laughs> I don't think not as much as RDJ. Yeah, because he's he probably he's got some crazy contract that's like grandfathered in because he you know made the first movie. But uh, yeah, so like I mean, the rumors. I mean, this movie's no longer rumor. Like she's got some sort of contract. There's a director attached. There's just no release date. They, I think the idea is that it's going to be set before the Avengers. I'm down. I just like. I I think the hard thing is like the with the MCU, for a long time they gave us that slate of movies and we knew what was going to happen. They'll and never that was do exciting. that. They're never, never going to do it again. again. But it was also exciting because like it, it it like gave us that anticipation. And right now the only movies that we know about are Captain Marvel, Avengers four. And Spider-Man. And there's like, you know, maybe a, a Guardians 3 will come back together at some point. Black Widow movie. And then what? I mean, we're going to get a, a Black Panther sequel. But, like, what else yeah, like, What else is coming out next Coogler. year? Like, It's like, we don't know anything. Like, they, they got to be working on something, right? They're working on, they're working on something. They're going to do, they're doing something. Don't, don't you worry. Um, all right. And then I also think that maybe something they could be doing is giving some room to Star Wars. And that maybe they're thinking we need to spread it out a little bit more, give maybe. it some space. Let let Star Wars have its ending f- finale wrap, and because they really don't, we who the fuck knows what's gonna happen with uh, after Star Wars Episode Nine? Who the fuck knows? No, I mean uh, more, more and more news keeps coming out about the Man- Mandalorian, which well yeah, but that looks dope. But that's that gonna be on dope. that Disney streaming service we talked about thirty minutes ago. Before we were recording, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, dude, like, I'm, we're gonna get that. I'm gonna get that, and I'm gonna be watching the new Mandalorian TV show, which is shot by a whole bunch of awesome directors, and it's gonna be great, and I'm gonna love it. It's gonna be awesome, and it's set in such a perfect time period, um, after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, like, there's so much room to explore. Also, other side note, uh. Star Wars Resistance, the new animated TV show, started like a week ago. How is that? It's it's all right. Um, I'm trying to think like back to when I first started watching Star Wars Rebels, which like was after I watched all of Clone Wars, which I loved. And like Rebels took a little bit of time for me to really get into, but like at the I just loved it. Like probably it's sometime in the middle of the first season, and so right now it's like I've watched the first two episodes. That's all that's out. Um, the animation is gorgeous. Like, okay, I know there are people that have problems with sort of the anime style, but like, what was in the trailer and what is on the screen, like in the actual episodes, is like night and day. It looks so good. Cool, I'll check um, it out. And and you know it's it's you get a little bit of Poe Dameron in the beginning. You get BB-8 in there. It's just like I'm not sure where it's going yet, but I think if if I know the Star Wars animation team, they have big plans and they're gonna like it's set six months before Force Awakens, so like there's no way that it's not gonna address some of those events at least not maybe not this season, but maybe season two. Mm-hmm. And so um, I know Captain Phasma is supposed to be in it. A lot of the other like First Order characters are supposed to be in it. Um, so we'll see. Like right now, he's just sort of like a plucky pilot that is on this planet and like learning his ropes and like that's like fine but i want to see like a little bit more meaty star wars stuff um 
so we'll see. Um, that's been fun. And anything else new? I don't know. All right. Well, folks, we had fun. Uh, I hope you had a good day. I hope you're having a great week. Um, you know, as always, uh, you know, we are the Long Lost Heroes podcast. You can check us out at www.longlostheroes.net. You can email us at info at longlostheroes.net. You can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at LLH Podcast. Uh, I am AJ. I'm Frank. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we hope you have a uh, kick-ass time and enjoyed Venom and our little nuggets at the end. All right. Bye, everybody.